Hi there, I'm Rosie. I'm an intuitive energy healer. Welcome to this monthly video series called The Landscape. The way that I channel the themes uh, that are established for the month come from signs, symbols, messages, and synchronicities that my guides are sending me daily. One way to work with the themes presented this month would be to use them as a conversation starter. A lot of these themes are timeless seed thoughts, themes that can usher you through a particular life phase or situation you're handling, whether it's right now or sometime soon. A few of this month's themes I'm going to be highlighting, mastering your external authority through inner child healing, recognizing appointed and subscribed realities, applying intuition over automation, rainbows and a full spectrum experience, and deep cleaning your crystal clear chalice. Stay tuned for a full insight into this month's energetic landscape and all the themes. Hi everyone, welcome to the Energetic Insight for August. There are five things I wanna cover. The first one is mastering your external authority through inner child healing. Before I go further, I'm calling attention to vocabulary I'm using for this theme and what it alludes to. Characteristics of the self that I'm about to describe may be referred to as masculine energy in current spiritual communities. To broaden the intention and context behind what people are trying to convey when they use the terms masculine and feminine energy, I'm choosing to use and offer alternative terms to encourage a separation of gender assignment. So with that said, this next theme is about mastering your external authority through inner child healing. Tapping into this can look like taking action, conquering your fears, setting boundaries, standing in your power, saying no, being assertive, demanding your worth, giving and taking responsibility. If you have wounds related to this part of you, that may show up as having an attachment to success, fear of failure, the need to be right, high aggression, being cold, distant, critical, judgmental, and selfish remaining stuck in the mind, not being in touch with emotions, and having a need to always defend yourself. Healthier projections of this part of yourself could show up as being present without being distracted, being non-judgmental, committed, and powerful, having deep integrity, humbleness, focus, and discipline, being supportive and encouraging, being of service, grounded, honest, logical, and accountable. In August, you'll be fully supported in working on healing these parts of yourself via how you express yourself outwardly, or in other terms, how you express your masculine energy. Questions to ask to begin this inner child healing work are, what emotional itch does the collective need to scratch as it relates to how we show up in the world? How do we help the, he the collective heal the giver in all of us? What scares you the most when it comes to healing your attachment to the public's perception of you? Recognizing appointed and subscribed realities. You may be going through a phase this month where you're recognizing that your realities are an experiential result of assignment and subscription. 
People may be tempted to tell you what's impossible and possible for you based on their own self-appointed limitations. Maybe you are the person who has given yourself these self-appointed limitations. Perhaps you've had traumatic experiences that led you to subscribe to a reality that keeps you in a cycle. In August, you'll be primed to understand which mindsets or behavioral patterns you've tolerated based on what others have appointed for you. It'll be easier to recognize which ones you've accepted and subscribed to as an end all. Once you acknowledge them, it's up to you to choose which realities you'll continue to entertain and which ones you're going to disassociate from. Here's a direct message channeled from my guides. Impossibility is an appointed reality, not a fixed one. May you become the point person for endless possibilities. Applying intuition over automation. The next theme is a reminder I know we can all use from time to time, and that is to remember the many benefits of applying intuition over automation. My guides are currently reminding me that I'll find my answers when I resort to play rather than protocol. Why? Because play is where innovation happens. Play is where intuition flourishes. When we fear, we automate. When we surrender, we intuit. When we distrust, we shrink and call on methodologies to usher us towards a fixed set of possibilities. When we trust, we expand and invite a fluctuation of possibilities. Protocol prohibits our intuition. Playtime enhances our intuition. If during this month you're in the process of establishing a new identity for yourself, maybe launching or starting a new project or just trying to find a way to get unstuck with your routine, my guides are encouraging all of us to play more to expand our consciousness. Rainbows and a full spectrum experience. Rainbows and a sequence of sevens have been everywhere for me lately. The significance of both signs combined is that seven is the number of rays in a rainbow. I also started receiving the rainbow as a sign in July, which is the seventh month. Although there are many different chakras, there are seven that are most widely known. These energy centers are also assigned corresponding colors from the rainbow. The theory behind developing our chakras is that your lower half are the initial ones that progress. In adulthood, we're tasked with developing the rest of the upper half, which can lead to spiritual awakenings and more maturity in life. Rainbows are also symbolically used to represent neurodiversity and the LGBTQIA communities. In Dochen, which is a Tibetan Buddhist teaching, there's a concept called the rainbow body or light body. It's ultimately a phenomenon achieved through a level of realization and compassion by highly developed spiritual beings. There are also the seven rays, which is a concept noted in several religious and esoteric philosophies in both Western culture and Vedic literature in India. Each ray has a different virtue and represents an aspect of life. 
With these examples in mind, you can see how quite literally rainbows are incredibly symbolic and historically has been used to represent a spectrum of ideas, disciplines, and groups of people. I'm sensing that one of the reasons why I've been sent rainbows and sequence of sevens is to share with the collective that healing ourselves and balancing our energetic bodies optimizes our energetic fluidity. It alchemizes our experience into a full spectrum perspective. There's a lot of talk about balancing when it comes to energy work. Through this lens, we see that an energetic block can have one of two effects on an individual, an excess in energy or a depletion of energy. Removing energetic blocks and balancing out the flow of energy in our bodies will either activate or recalibrate our seven main energy centers or chakras. When we're proactive in our spiritual journey and healing ourselves, we become fully vitalized. We're able to enjoy the vibrancy and joy that life truly has to offer. As we heal individually and as a collective, our energy fields are free-flowing. We are fluid. We are empowered to embody whichever archetypes we need at any moment because we understand that it's not about choosing one or the other. It's about embracing the cycles of life that give us a full spectrum experience. If you're interested in energy work and exploring how this can be beneficial for your healing, be sure to check out the end of my video for details on booking a complimentary distant healing session. Deep cleaning your crystal clear chalice. One of the major things that collective witnessed in 2022 is a shift in the interests of spiritual work, mysticism, and healing. I remember seeing during springtime, there was this incredibly large section of books dedicated to spirituality, magic, and mysticism, and it was placed front and center of Barnes & Noble, an American bookseller. Additionally, over the last few years, we've seen the rise of InstaTherapy, which is the popularity of social media accounts for therapists or therapy-focused educational content. This makes sense given there was an incredibly high need to switch to telehealth offerings in 2020 as parts of the world experienced a shutdown due to the coronavirus pandemic. I've also noticed a deeper embracing and understanding of what it means to be an empath or highly sensitive person. Lastly, there's been a trending conversation regarding narcissistic abuse and trauma bonds. I'm bringing all of these into context because as holistic healing and spirituality continues to be um, part of more conversations, there's a need to ensure that all individuals get access to information that makes it easier to understand some of the things that they're experiencing. If you're new to energy work um, or just starting out on your spiritual path, or if you're someone who's an empath or highly sensitive, my guides have asked me to share an analogy that's helped me understand the process of healing. 
what it means to experience ascension symptoms, and how to make sense of the dark night of the soul, which isn't an easy journey to navigate. During a recent session, my client and I discussed and explored the concept of ascension symptoms, specifically uh, physical ascension symptoms. Simply put, it's called ascension because you're raising your frequency and raising your consciousness. When you shed behaviors, patterns, emotions, or thought forms that don't serve you, you may think that it's only happening at an emotional and psychological level. However, it's also happening physiologically. Your body will also experience this detoxification. Let's use an analogy of a crystal clear chalice. Every being is born to figuratively embody a crystal clear chalice. Over the course of life, you, in a lot of cases, have been drinking a liquid with semi-permanent paint mixed into it. This water and paint mixture represents your societal conditioning, wounds, triggers, traumas, unhealthy behaviors, negative patterns, and perpetuating cycles. Throughout your life, every time your chalice was filled, it was filled with this paint mixture. During childhood, this paint mixture was potentially given to you by caregivers and others you interacted with. You got used to drinking this paint mixture that you ended up believing it's all right to consume. Over time, you started to choose drinking this paint mixture on your own. You became conditioned to accept and enjoy the paint water. It's been normalized for you. Now, I want you to imagine that every time your chalice was filled with this paint mixture, there wasn't any cleaning of the chalice because no one ever taught you to detox from it. When society is proactively feeding you poison, it's never going to teach you to detox from it. That's something you learn to do on your own. Plus, this mixture is made of semi-permanent paint. It's bound um, to have staining anyway. Over time, the paint dries. It creates layers of buildup that thickens your exterior surface. This ends up poisoning and filtering your perspective of the world. It numbs your ability to recognize and receive the true love and joy that you're worthy of. To even be in a process of ascension means that you're maturing, growing, evolving, letting go and transforming. You become the alchemist. Ascending may look like breaking a cycle, eliminating a pattern, creating a boundary over a certain behavior, releasing emotions, or clearing out an energetic block. How this relates to the analogy is that ascension will figuratively look like or feel like applying high-pressure water to clean out the chalice. Remember, you have old dried stains that look intimidatingly permanent on your once clear chalice. It takes a lot of work to get rid of all that to restore you to a place that feels whole. High pressure water is not a pleasant feeling on a body. The process of alchemizing is purifying your body so that it looks as close to the crystal clear chalice again. That's why physical ascension symptoms happen. Some of the common physical symptoms are exhaustion, um, also adrenal fatigue, horrible headaches, nausea, and wanting to cry all day. 
If you're currently going through this, please remember to nourish yourself, have grace and compassion, know that it's going to pass through, apply self-love and be confident that you'll get through all of this. If you're not currently experiencing ascension symptoms and are familiar with the physical aspects of it, this month may bring an opportunity for you to share your journey or help validate someone else. It's easy to feel as if you're going crazy or making things up in your head when you are experiencing physical sensitivities that have no cause or explanation. We can all benefit by being there for one another as the collective continues to grow. Thank you everyone for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed watching as much as I enjoyed channeling in and creating this video for you. In a moment, I'm gonna give you details on how to book a complimentary energy healing session with me. Energy healing promotes relaxation, reduces stress and anxiety through both hands-on and hands-off techniques. During a live one-on-one -on -one session with me, I'll channel in my spirit guides as well as yours to examine your energy fields, identify imbalances and facilitate the flow of energy to help you process blockages. The place held during these intimate sessions are a time and place for you to be witnessed and championed while processing and healing unresolved thoughts, emotions, beliefs, and experiences. How deep we go is up to you. For the month of August, I'm offering complimentary distant sessions to my newsletter and channel subscribers. Visit the video's description link to book a session. Subscribe, share, and comment which themes you feel encouraged to work on below. I'll see you for next month's energetic landscape update, sending you lots of strength and laughter. Bye for now.